Your mind is like a parachute, in that it only works when it's open. Hi, hope you're well. This is PD at the Art of Self-Development. This podcast is for everyone who's interested in psychology and who wants to develop the most useful people and life skills for yourself and for the people around you. Today we'll take a look at how we think, how we perceive and how we create ideas. Maybe you've heard the saying, seeing is believing. That is, when you see something, then you will believe it. This is the measure of what is true. And it turns out it's not that simple. Because perception is not passive. It is not something that happens to us. Perception and further along the path, beliefs, are ultimately created by each one of us. And there are things that we have in common, and there are things that are unique to us. Seeing is believing, on some level. But ultimately, believing is seeing. We come into this world with years and decades of experience, which our minds unconsciously take into account to create our reality. The fact is, when we perceive something that our minds work with, we typically get a very imperfect picture. We only see bits and pieces. And this is kind of like when you look ahead and there's something in your field of vision at a particular angle, you will not see it because that's where the blind spot is. But your brain will perceive it, will recreate the image from experience and then insert that into your perception. And that image in your mind will be 100% created by your mind. It'll not be real. And things like that happen in our perception at all the levels, all the time. And there's nothing wrong with that per se, because these are mechanisms. These are ways that we have evolved to work with information better, to make quicker decisions, to realize dangers that might be present, and for our minds to work in a way that usually works best for us, or at least that makes good enough decisions most of the time. But in any case, it's important to be aware that what we perceive as true is not nearly as true as we believe it is. And there are many different aspects that come into play. Things like past experience. For example, if you grew up in a family where you've had friendly, loving relationships, you're much more attuned to the signals of people being friendly than unfriendly. Whereas people who grew up in hostile environments are experts at picking up subtle signals that might indicate danger. And the difference can be so great 
that these two people will live in different worlds. They will see the world very differently. So much so that they will often not be able to communicate clearly because their respective points of view are very biased based on their personal history. So past experience is a big one. There are many other things that tend to be more general, more common for people. Things like education, culture, role requirements, the way we were brought up and shaped by our education system and society in general to act. And if you want to take a closer look at these things that shape our thinking and our perception, go back to the episodes on cognitive biases and logical fallacies, where I talk about some of the most prevalent ones. So, when we perceive something or we see something, we create a belief. We are already working with a lot of assumptions, a lot of preconceptions that are really important to understand if we ever want to have the full picture. We perceive, for the most part, what we expect to perceive on the cognitive level and throughout to the level of our beliefs. And this process is very elusive because it's almost 100% unconscious. It is something that you need a lot of self-awareness to understand how these things happen in the first place. Because your brain is this perfect machine that will work with all the bits and pieces of your perception, of your experience, of your mental and cognitive abilities to give you the fullest picture that will conform to everything that you know and everything that you've ever experienced to give you what it thinks is the best picture to deal with a situation. And this says a lot about how adaptable we are. Because everybody's perception will in some ways be different. And sometimes so much so that communication may be difficult or even impossible. And there are nice tricks or techniques, exercises, that you might try to see how these things even work. For example, You've probably seen this picture, which, if you look at it with a certain mindset or expectation, will look like a picture of a beautiful young woman. Whereas, if you look at it under different circumstances, with a slightly different mindset, you will see an ugly old woman. Or, on a more logical level, I did an exercise where you have nine dots in three lines forming a square. And you're given the task of connecting all the dots using straight lines with your pen never leaving the paper. When I did that, I looked at it and thought, doing three lines with only one chance to change the lines 
That should not be possible. Well, it turns out there's a number of ways in which this can be done. All it requires is you have to make the lines go beyond the dots. And very few people will think of these ways of solving the exercise because we won't think outside of the box, even though it doesn't break any rules. We will expect that limitation to be there. And this is very much like getting out of our preconceived notions and assumptions, because we have to consciously step outside of the way we normally think. And you have to make an effort, an informed and definite effort to do that. Otherwise, it'll not naturally happen. So we have all of these preconceived notions, which our minds will use on an unconscious level to create a representation of reality, of things that happen in the real world. And given how permanent the ways we form ideas and form our cognitive input, we've used these things hundreds and thousands of times in the same way. So we're very quick to make assumptions, while we will be very resistant to changing those. And this will be true even when we got the wrong ideas to begin with, maybe many years ago. We will not readily question those. So we have these old structures in our minds that are always at work, and whatever new we learn, we sift through that grid of what we still have in our minds. Much of it is helpful, some of it will lead us astray, because things change and our cognitive abilities also change and develop. Which leads to interesting things like people with very little knowledge believing something to be 100% true. Because the way they see the world, albeit uninformed, is so fixed, they cannot conceive of it being different. And this is the time when we really need to take a break and take a step back, see the context and see what is different, what might possibly be different from what I think, where I could get things wrong, and maybe I have had things wrong for a long time without even realizing it. Doing that can be a big deal when it comes to clarifying our perception and our logical abilities. Taking the time to look at situations with a new set of eyes, through the lens of being more mature now than you were before. Thinking outside of the box, like with the example with the dots. Being more self-conscious in a good sense of the word. You know, when we say self-conscious, that has a negative implication. But what I'm talking about here is more of self-reflection the ability to take a look at 
the way I perceive information and I create my belief. And this is something that most people don't want to do. Because they don't want to deal with the uncertainty that comes along with it. It's much easier to live in a black and white world than actually trying to get to the bottom of things, no matter what. So keep some of this attitude. Think about what might be different. What is there that I didn't perceive that might be relevant? How can I get a fuller picture to understand all that is going on? Or how can I get what I missed? Because our ability to see, understand, and relate to the outside world should not remain the same. It needs to evolve to include new ways of seeing things, new ways to learn, new attitudes to adopt. And based on that, new goals and aspirations to achieve. You're the sum total of your thoughts. Your thoughts create pictures which lead to your actions. Your actions create habits. Your habits create who you are. Who you are, in turn, determines what you can do. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. If you got some value out of this episode, or you know someone who might benefit from this podcast, tell your friends. For questions, suggestions, or insights, write me at pdartofsd at gmail.com. Keep doing your part to create the best possible life for yourself and others, and through what you do, leave the world better than you found it.